I'm finally back to work. Today is Sunday, April 9th, and this is the English Teacher John Show, number 38. Are you ready? Let's go! That funky music is by Martin Chennault. We are back in Matsumoto, Japan. My vacation is over. And welcome to the English Teacher John Show. Wow, it has been about five weeks since I've produced a show here at the English Teacher John studio in Matsumoto. I was able to produce a couple of shows in March while I was in India and Thailand. And I hope you listened to and I hope you enjoyed these shows. As always, you can find them on our podcast page at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Wow, what a great vacation. It was such a nice time. Um, okay, I'm back to work. A few kilos lighter. A few more wonderful memories within me. And ready for another show. Let's take a look at what we're going to do in today's show. Well, I think we'll have an exciting show today. Hopefully a, uh, an educational one as well. Uh, first, uh, we will have a language segment, and that's about passing on a message or request. Asking a person to pass on a message or request. Could you please tell Lobsang that the computer is fixed? Uh, our second segment is an interview with the famous Jakob Felicitas family from McLeod Ganj, Dharamsala, India. And I think you'll like that one. Uh, finally, in our last and third segment, we have our practice time. Oh, no. Okay, so let's get on with the show. Okay, let's get going with our language segment. I really need to talk to Patrice and tell her something, but she's not here right now. So, I'll have to ask someone to pass the message to her, to give my message to her. Could you please tell Patrice that I'll be late tonight? Would you ask Camila to call me when she's finished? Please tell Diane that the new books are in the classroom. You can see in these examples that there are three people. Yourself, the message receiver, who is not here right now, and the messenger. The messenger is the person you're going to ask to pass the message to the receiver. So we need three people. Yourself, the message receiver, and the messenger. You are talking to the messenger in these examples. 
we use both tell and ask in these sentences. Although there are a few ways to say these things, let's keep it simple. We'll use tell when we want to pass an information message. We're not requesting someone to do some action. We're just passing information to the third person. So we'll use ask for a request. So tell for information and ask for a request. And when we use ask for a request, we want the message receiver, not the messenger, we want the message receiver to do something. Okay, let's start with some uh, more examples. First, we will do uh, passing on an information message using tell. Okay, these are information messages, not requests to do something. Please tell Masami that the meeting is at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Could you tell her that her father called an hour ago? Would you tell Rolf that he can use my bicycle? You can see that we use the word that after the person. Could you tell him that? Please tell them that. And our second kind of sentence is a request. And we will use ask. So let's look at some uh, passing on requests. You want the message receiver to do some action or task. We call this a request. Here are some examples. Please ask Sarah to send me an email after the meeting. Could you ask them to bring their new camera tomorrow? Would you ask Juan to pick up the brochures from the printer? Did you notice that we use the word to in these requests? Please ask her to. Could you ask them to? Okay, I think you can understand this language structure. Don't forget, there will be practice near the end of the show. You are listening to, and I hope learning from, the English Teacher John Show. Well, I'm uh, really excited about this next segment. We have some wonderful friends in North India, and we were very happy to see many of them when uh, we returned to Dharamsala last month during our vacation. We visited our favorite family, uh, and that is the famous Jakob and Felicitas family that lives on the ridge top overlooking McLeod Ganj. Um, just a, a really beautiful family. They have uh, a few kids running around. They've raised them there in India. 
they are not from India, but they have lived there for a long time. And uh, they're secluded. There aren't many houses in the uh, forest where they live. But they've got uh, kids uh, running around, Indian kids, Tibetan kids, and their uh, European kids all running around playing together. And uh, plenty of animals and lots of stories, lots of goodwill, and lots of hospitality and friendship. So uh, they were happy to do a short interview for us. And I think you'll see what I mean about them being a very special family. Let's listen. Okay, here we are. We're on the top of the mountain just overlooking uh, McLeod Ganj, Dharamsala, North India. I am with, Tomoko and I are with our favorite family here. It's the Jakob and Felicitas famous family. And we are up in their house having a great day. But uh, I don't know. How's the weather today? How is the weather, Jakob? How is the weather, Benedict? It's Benedict, okay. how's the weather up here? It's okay. Just okay? Yeah. All right. And what, uh, sorry. Uh, cloudy. Cloudy? Yeah. All right. And uh, we're going to go around and introduce ourselves. So uh, let's start over here. We have a very fine-looking young man. Let's learn about this family a little bit. They're very interesting. So, hello. Could you tell us your name and something about yourself? Um, <laughs> okay. I'm Julian, the second in the family. Mm-hmm. I'm just graduating high school. <laughs> just graduating high school, so... I guess that's high school. <laughs> that makes you America. about 17 or 18? 18, going 19, yeah. 18 going on 19. Yeah. I can tell you how many languages Julian or Julian can speak. Julian, this is a, a show about English language. So tell us, what languages can you speak? Fluently, I can, can speak four. That's German, English, Tibetan, and Hindi. Writing and reading, I don't consider fluent in all of them. He can speak four languages. And I think everyone we're talking to here, other than their father, (laughs) can also speak four languages. Uh, Julian, so you live here on the hilltop. Uh, What what are your activities? What do you like to do with your free time? Hmm. Study. <laughs> Come on, really? <laughs> study what? What's your favorite subject? Uh, no, no, no. Next question. Uh, next question. All right. <laughs> Besides study, what are you? What are your free time activities, hobbies? I don't know. It's uh, everything different. Whatever. Sports. Uh, sports. Yeah, or I music. Play all kind of cricket and stuff. Mm. Nothing. Nothing really concentrated that I could say is my hobby. Uh, how about music? What kind of music do you like? Yeah, all kind. I know. I take everything. Who's that? Bollywood. <laughs> Bollywood? Yeah. Hindi sure. music? Yeah, goes perfect. <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, do you like uh, do you like Western, European, yeah, Hollywood whatever. films? Or how about movies? Do you like Hindi movies more than uh, kind of Western films? You can't say it. It's on a different base. Mm. You can really enjoy Indian movies if you really know India well. <laughs> ah, so you, you enjoy both that, kinds. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, Yolian. <laughs> Let's move down the line here. We're moving down the line. So let's move next. Tell us your name and your age and something about yourself. Um, I'm Benedict and 15 years old. Uh, He's very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Benedict, you're yeah. 15. Yep. So what grade are you in at school? Ninth. ninth Starting grade? ninth. Ninth. And tell us, what languages do you speak? Four. Uh, yeah, uh, Hindi, English, German, and Tibetan. Unbelievable. So, Benedict, 15 years old, he speaks four languages. 
Can you say something to us in German? Anything? Any greeting or something in German language? Was soll ich sagen? How about Hindi? Ja, bolo. <laughs> and how about Tibetan? <laughs> nice. And so tell us, what is your first language? What's, what's your native language? What is native? <laughs> uh, good question for this family. What's the, fa what's the language that your family speaks at home most often? Uh, German. A German. And why is that? What, why, why do you speak German? This is India and you're going no, to no. a Tibetan school. Why do you speak German? I speak German with my parents, my parents but Tibetan with, uh, <laughs> yeah, Tibetan with uh, brothers and sisters. Ah. Yeah. And, and at school, what? what, what Tibetan. Tibetan. Yeah. And you're, tell us about, where are your mother and father from? Uh, my father is from Austria and my mom is from Germany. Germany. So that's why you speak German. Uh-huh. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Benedict, tell us, uh, what do you like to do in your free time? You're living up here, kind of up in the mountain, overlooking Dharamsala and uh, McLeod uh, What do you like to do? I like cycling and football. Cycling yeah. and football? Yeah. And how about uh, music? What kind of music do you like? Uh, do, uh, I like different, many. Different music? Yeah, different music. How about food? What's your, there's lots of different kinds of food up here, different cultures. What kind of food do you like? I like Italian. Italian food. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, also some pancakes and Kaiserschmann. <laughs> ah, nice. All right. All right, sounds good. Benedict, thank you very much. <laughs> Now we're going to slowly move over to, to their father, who is a bit of a famous character up here. This is my good friend Jakob, and uh, he is the head of the household here. Um, his wife's not here, so I can say that. So, Jakob, nice to see you today. Nice to see you. <laughs> um, tell us something about yourself. You, you're from Austria. I'm born and raised in Innsbruck. I studied in Vienna. And I s uh, shifted to India because I studied anthropology and India was my field. And how long have you been in India? Well, India the last 30 years, but I'm living here in this place around 23 years now. 23 years in this house, 30 years in India on the mountaintop here. Very interesting. So, Jakob, did, did you build this house here? No, this build, house was built 150 years ago by American Presbyterian missionaries hmm. who lived in Amrita and had a holiday home, home here. And once a year in June, they spent one month here. In 1948, when they left, The house and the property was bought by an English painter mm -hmm. who used to work in a textile f mill near Amrita. And he came up here on his free time and later on he retired here. He lived here about 30 years mm -hmm. painting and he had two houses and one of it he rented out. We started renting it mm -hmm. in 1982 and 1982. in 1986 Uh, the painter by the name of Alfred And Heller. these guys weren't around when you first came up here? No, too. only one was around. <laughs> first child was born in 1982. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, then uh, the people who inherited the property, they passed it on to us. So then And that was? Then we're here in 1986. 1986 in the same house? In the same house since 1982. And, and, and how many uh, kids were born here? Four. Four kids. Four kids, four sons, and one adopted uh, Tibetan girl. And I have to say, their children are wonderful. 
<laughs> uh, Jakob, so you spend a lot. Of, are, do you live here full time? I live here full time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you uh, do you do work in India? Do you, do you do some kind of what do you do for a living? Uh, I organize cultural tours all around the world. So maybe if I say I live here full time, that's not completely right. <laughs> I live here about uh, six, seven months of the year, and another three, four months I'm traveling. Mm. Not in one stretch. Always going off for two, three weeks, and then back here, and then again one month here, and then again going off. So you're taking tour groups around to different yes, countries. Yes, and very soon I'll be coming to Japan. Hey, great. Uh, yes, Jakob will be coming <laughs> to Japan. To Matsumoto. <laughs> and that will be wonderful. G give us an idea of some countries. What countries have you been to? Oh, I go to Yemen, to uh, Iran, to Ethiopia, to Mali, to Indonesia, to Tibet, to China, to Uzbekistan. To Guatemala, to Mexico. <laughs> you, you've Where been to a few places. <laughs> you spend a lot of time in airplanes. <laughs> yes, not too much. <laughs> Less than His Holiness the Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you, so, um, what, what's your most popular tour? What, what countries are most popular for your customers? Mm, very difficult to say because um, all tours I do, I only go to places I really like, mm -hmm. and my customers like. So, uh, but Tibet is one of them. Many trips in India. And how often do you get to Tibet? To Tibet, I almost go about once a year. Once a year. In May, yeah. Hmm. So you've been to every continent. Any trips to Antarctica yet? No. No, not yet? No, it's uh, not yet. Not culturally. Not no. yet. <laughs> not, uh, too few people living there. <laughs> a lot of penguins, though. And to penguins, you can't talk to directly. So I like to talk to creatures. So, so give us an idea. Like, uh, give us your top, uh, your customers like all kinds of different places, it sounds like. How about you yourself? W which three places do you really like to go to? Your, could we call it your three favorites, maybe? I can't say. Everything is a favorite. All favorite. If it wouldn't be a favorite, I wouldn't go. <laughs> And are you always learning new things? Because when you the, go to these the, the change is the favorite. The change. If I'd go f 10 times a year to Tibet, it would be boring. But if I go every year once, and then I have Yemen in between and Ethiopia or, or Libya, the desert in, in, in Sahara Desert, mm. the, the change is the favorite. Mm. Yeah. Um, I want you to tell us about, I had a very nice experience here a couple of days ago. Well, we just had uh, Jakob's wife, uh, she's now approaching. So uh, we're not going to turn over to her yet, but um, we're going to talk about the famous structure. And uh, I have to say his wife is running away with my wife. <laughs> uh, tell us about your treehouse. I was up there a couple days ago. How, how high in the tree is it? And what kind of tree is it in? And, uh, it's in an oak tree. And there are five stems coming out of one stem. Mm. It's an oak tree. It's from the floor. It's about, well, 12. 13 meters, but as it is right on the cliff, and that goes down several hundred meters, it seems very high. Yeah. And I, I have to say, I was up there a couple days ago, and you have, it's, it's now a three-level treehouse? It's a three-level treehouse, yes. <laughs> and, and, and how long does it take you to climb up there? It's about, what did you say, how many meters high? About 12, 13 meters high. And how long does it take you to get oh, up there? Quick, a couple of, maybe 20 seconds. And who can climb there faster, you or your kids? Well, 
Probably the same. Who is youngest daughter, the monkey? Oh, really? And how, how is the view from there? The view is absolutely breathtaking, <laughs> as you could see yourself. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it up there. Uh, what, maybe a last question here. We all have to keep moving. Uh, tell us about, you've been around the town for 20-some years, 30 years. Yeah. Um, there's a town below called McLeod uh, Ganj in a larger uh, small city or a large town called Dharamsala. What kind of changes have you seen in uh, McLeod Ganj? Well, McLeod Ganj in 1982 had no taxi at all. Dharamsala, the main town a little lower, had five taxis. Now McLeod Ganj has 400 taxis. Is it, is it 400? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's at least. Mm. Then uh, the housing, probably 500 folds, the housing. I mean, it's housing, amazing. Uh, hotels and things. Yes, hotels, guest houses. There were two guest houses before. Now there are probably a couple of hundred even. And shops? Same. Mm. Are there things that you can buy now in McLeod Ganj that you couldn't buy? Anything. Uh, you can buy Nutella here. You can buy Nutella. <laughs> yes. The, the chocolate, uh, chocolate. chocolate uh, spread. You can buy <laughs> Italian noodles. You can buy Parmesan cheese. You can buy olive oil from Italy. Yeah, you didn't get anything like this before. And, and restaurants? Were there, when you first got here, uh, were there a few restaurants around? There were few restaurants around. Um, there is no restaurant left from that time. Maybe the Hotel Tibet mm. and the Hotel Baksu was there. Otherwise, there, was, there were little joints, but they don't exist anymore. They've changed. Or something mm. like this. Hotel Tibet was here. Hotel Tibet must have just been built. I think Hotel Tibet was there. Yeah. When you first came? Yeah. Yes, it was there. It was there. Can we get a quick word from uh, Felicitas? Sure. All right, she's running away once again. Because <laughs> she's actually running the show. <laughs> maybe it's we only for his Japanese maybe students. we get a hello from uh, from Anil over there. <laughs> Anil's also running away. All right. Well, Jakob, I did. I, I, uh, what was the question? Um, so, do you think you spent? You'll spend uh, a few more years here. You, you, do you have any plans to go back to Europe? You are from Europe originally. Any plans, or are you happy well, and content here? Left Europe. We are hmm. going back and forth a little bit. So. You go to Europe sometimes. You know, once you live in a place so long, it's not a question of going back or staying. It's just uh, you can't leave anymore. The roots are there, so it will be there for hmm. period. Yeah. Well, great. Uh, I know my wife and I always enjoy coming here. And uh, <laughs> thanks, you guys. Thanks for talking to us today. Namaste, Tashi Dele. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Someone said, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. It's practice time. Oh, no. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's repeat these. Come on, let's do it. We're going to practice the language that we learned today. Say them out loud. You know that we haven't had practice time in many weeks. So let's do it with authority. With strength and power. Okay, asking someone to give an information message. We'll use tell and that. 
Please tell Masami that the meeting is at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Could you tell her that her father called an hour ago? Would you tell Rolf that we need some more paper? Could you please tell him that I'll be late for lunch? And our second kind of language is asking someone to pass a request to a third person. And we'll use ask and to for these requests. Please ask Sarah to send me an email after the meeting. Could you ask them to bring the tickets to work tomorrow? Would you ask Juan to pick up the brochures from the printer? Could you please ask her to call me before five? All right. Good job, everyone. That's enough of that. Hey, I have a few comments about email. Um, to everyone out there in English learning cyberspace, I really want to tell you, thank you very much for your email messages. I just returned to Japan a few days ago, and I'm now starting to go through the mail from March. There's a fair amount of mail there, and I've been reading some of your thoughtful emails. But it'll take me a few days to go through the rest. Thanks for taking the time to write, and thanks for your comments and suggestions. Uh, I'll be creating some new What's Up podcasts and also uh, Adventure Pod English shows soon. Soon, soon, soon. So don't forget to check our website, EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Uh, finally, during our vacation, Tomoko and I visited McLeod Ganj Dharamsala in North India, which is a place that I lived for many years. While there, I helped one of the volunteer groups with starting their own podcast. Uh, this group's name was LHA, the, the Louisiana Himalaya Association. And uh, we hope that this show will become a live webcast in the near future. Um, the hosts of the show are uh, Tibetans, and uh, the host and the guests are... Many of them are non-native English speakers, so they are English learners, just like you. Um, they've learned English just like you're learning English now, and uh, some of them were my English students when I was a teacher in India. Uh, this new program, this new uh, podcast, and we hope webcast, uh, it's called the Dharamsala Hill Talk Show. Uh, Dharamsala is D-H-A-R-A-M-S-A-L-A, -A -A, Hill, H-I-L-L, -L, and Talk, Dharamsala Hill Talk Show. And you can find it at lhaindia.org slash hilltalk. 
Again, that's L-H-A-I-N-D-I-A dot org slash H-I-L-L-T-A-L-K. Have a listen and see what you think. Yep, we're done. Now don't forget to do your homework. (laughs) Isn't that what I'm supposed to say at the end of a lesson? Thanks for listening and have a great week. Bye-bye.